Whether you're learning the basics or you want to be a rock master, we have a class for you from high level overviews to specific features. Find the training class that fits your needs this year at community.rockrms.com slash classes. Welcome to a special edition of RockCast. This podcast helps us take you, the Rock community, behind the scenes with Spark Development Network. And in our special editions, we get to interview some of the important people, both on our staff and in our community. I'm Emily Foreman. We have Nick Erdo and a special guest with us today, Bree Eason. Welcome, Bree. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Bree what do you do here at Spark? You're on staff, and yeah. let's tell everybody what you do. Although they've probably talked to you, honestly. I hope so. If I'm doing my job the right way, I, I hope they've talked to me in some capacity, um, either via email or over the phone. Um, but I like to joke that I am the non-technical part of Spark. Um, so I do community engagement and events, social media, any way that I can be a part of the community and keep everyone informed in what's going on. That's what I want to be doing. So if you're thinking right now, Brie, that name sounds really familiar. Where have I seen it? Go check your inbox. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. That's where you're going to run into That's exactly Brie. where you've seen my name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. So if you haven't gotten an email from Brie, don't worry. It's coming soon. Yes. And and hopefully regularly because Brie gets all kinds of updates out and um, connects with everybody, right? I, I definitely much. try to. Yes. It feels like it. Yes, yes. So if we're not emailing, then hopefully we're talking in Rocket Chat right. or we're having phone calls or Zoom calls. Yeah. So Brie, how long have you been doing what you're doing at Spark? I have been at Spark since November. It feels like it's been longer, but mm -hmm. it's only been since November. Yeah, we have weird time here. Wouldn't we you do. say, Nick? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it goes really fast and sometimes it goes really slow mm -hmm. and it just it just creates its own time warp. Yeah, often though we I just we all want more time. We just want more right. time in a month and it just goes by so quickly so most quick. of the time. It really does. But I do think that sometimes uh 6 months or 7 months can feel like a year, a year and a half. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'm not sure how that happens, but I'm glad I, we can include you in that. I was going to say I'm not quite sure how it happens, but it's been fun. It's been so much fun. And it's nice for Nick and I to know that it's not just in our heads. Correct. It's a you thing. are not imagining this. Right. It is real. So before Rock, yes. give us a little bit about what you were doing. And I don't think probably people know that you and I know each other going back quite a few years. Way back, yes. And, uh, and John, too, <laughs> John who is too. not with us this morning, yes. but um, that goes way back. It does. So before Rock, um, I actually worked in sales for five years. I had the awesome privilege of working for the Phoenix Suns in the NBA. Um, actually got the opportunity, ironically enough, because John is the one who pushed me into it. Um, so while at CCV working for John and Emily, I was 23, I think, when I started working for you guys, which seems like forever ago. Um, absolute baby. I don't think I actually even knew what being professional meant at the time. Um, but the credit to my awesome bosses, because one of the things they kept doing was pushing me to chase my dreams. And I had always dreamt of working in sports. Um, so it was really cool. I worked with 
the both of you for a few years at CCV. Then I got the awesome opportunity to go work in sports and live out that part of my dream. Um, but it's been funny because ever since the three of us worked together at CCV, we've kind of been trying to find a way to get back together. True. Um, <laughs> and so when I got the call, I remember telling my mom, I'm like, it's going to work this time. The timing is great. It's going to work. I'm going back. Um, and I was super excited. I mean, I it's rare that you get to work for awesome people who really just have a heart for God and for their staff. And so I was super excited to come back. Well, it's been a lot of fun, um, both in back in the CCV days yeah. when we were all working for one church. And now yes. that we're working for a lot of churches, lot of churches. essentially, um, it's great to work with people who have a common goal yeah. and who just want to put their shoulder into it and get some things and done. get it done. And you knew Nick back in that day, too, because Nick used to pop in, what, every Friday? Every Friday, every yep. Friday hanging every out Friday. with the team. I loved your teams. Yeah, it was fun. We'd go to Friday lunch and everything. Is, right. It was great. Yeah. So we all go way back, mm -hmm. um, but we're doing a lot of the same things. And I think yep. you mentioned that the timing lined up yes. every time we've seen something where, oh, we need somebody else to help out in uh, a communication area or a social media area events. We always said, let's give Brie a call and see what she's up to. So it is yes. kind of funny that everything goes full circle sometimes. It, it really does. It was honestly nothing but God because it was definitely time for me to transition out. And I told my mom, I'm like, okay, I really feel like my time in this area is over and, and I'm ready to do something new and nothing but God. The phone call came in and I remember being like, okay, mom, I think I'm gonna go have to go all the way to the West side again. I'm, I had always been an East Valley girl. You know, I, I lived in East yep. Mesa the entire time we were at CCV. Mm -hmm. And right? <laughs> That's hey, from. you two <laughs> East Valley people, I'm feeling outnumbered here. I mean, I'm like, I'm not a West Valley girl. Um, but I told my mom, I'd go, I go, I think it's time for me to head over to the West Valley because it's time to just get it done and go, go where I'm supposed to be. So I'm excited. And you made it kind of permanent. I did. I bought a house on the West Valley. What was I thinking? I was Excellent. pretty impressed. <laughs> Nick did the same yeah, thing. I did the same thing. I mean, sometimes you just got to commit. And I think it's definitely, again, nothing but God because, I mean, I bought a house in less than a month. Who does that? I had an awesome realtor and everything just kind of fell into place. And I think that's when you know God is like, yep, this is where I told you to be. And I want you here now. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And so for people unfamiliar with the Phoenix area and the yes. Phoenix um, geography, when we're talking East and West Valley, what kind of commute were you having to make back in the CCV days and in the current Spark days before you made more permanent arrangements? A very not so fun commute. Um, so we're talking about an hour plus each way. Um, and Phoenix traffic can be rough. It can. It really can be. I mean, it it's not Atlanta for those of you down south. It's it's not that bad, um, but it is pretty rough. It's and Phoenix I'm not bad. Yeah, it's as bad as it gets around here. It, it does, and I am not a traffic person. Oh. And now my commute is more than cut in half. I have a 25 minute ride door to door with absolutely no traffic. It's perfect. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, when I found out you were commuting from yeah. the East Valley. For all those years at CCV, I yeah. thought, oh my gosh, I, I have nothing to complain about. I drove on a Friday light. Yeah. It was nothing compared to your commute. So Yeah, it was definitely not the best thing for my car or my gas, right. but um, it it was what I was supposed to be and it was what was supposed to happen. I, I think that time in my life, I grew so much as a professional just because the pace mm -hmm. we worked at, the things that I was able to see and be a part of, it was awesome. 
It was. So I think just for context of the community, I'm sitting in the presence of two people who have sacrificed a, a way of life and something that was familiar for the rock community to uproot themselves and move to the other side of a city in order to have access to the offices of Spark and do great things for the community. Yeah. It, I, I think it's obedience. I was just, I was just gonna, yeah. It's it's not even a sacrifice when you know that's where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Well, I just want to point yeah. it out because I don't think that's not something people <laughs> see out there, you know, and, yeah. and there's a lot a lot that's done for the efficiency of the kingdom work that we're doing here. Yeah, definitely. So, Brie, what does your average work day look like here? Oh, is there an average work day? I, I don't know. I, it was sort of a <laughs> trick question. That is you say? a trick question. I would say, oh my gosh, my day is so different every day. There's always someone new that I get the opportunity to connect with, um, whether it be in our community or a new organization that wants to find out about Rock and how they can work with us and, and join us on a partner sponsorship level. Um, I think that's the, the best part about what I get to do. I meet so many awesome people with the most incredible skill sets and just a heart for God's people that I have probably the coolest conversations in the office. Like, no offense, guys. I'm sure you have awesome <laughs> conversations too. Um, but I, I think I just, every day I get to connect with someone new and find out why they do what they do, where they're from, and just hearing people's stories is the coolest thing that consistently I get to do with my day. And there is such a wide variety of background and skill oh, yeah. set. And, oh, yeah. But all these people in all these churches coming together for common missions, which yes. are all tied to one greater mission, it's it's a pretty awesome thing to be a part of. It's the coolest thing in the world. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen anything in my life like the rock community. It, I mean, I tell you all the time, especially when I first started, I remember you telling me like, oh, just pop in rocket chat here and there and you'll see things, you know, you'll see people having conversations and sharing best practices. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, but you, you don't get it until you see it for yourself. Right. The way our community supports each other is the coolest thing on earth. It, it really is. It's <laughs> almost like the best kept secret right. amongst yes. the churches. If only the churches knew what was going on yeah. with their own staff right. sharing amongst each other. Some mm -hmm. of the largest churches in America, and you're getting to facilitate that. I, and I, I mean, I, I kind of get a front row seat right. to some of the coolest connections happening. I mean, even just yesterday, I had an organization who was working on their implementation and uh, the lady who was leading all of this she is in the dallas area and she's like i would just love to connect with some folks who are in my area you know i know you mentioned there's these things <laughs> called regional communities how does this Your work wish is my command. Uh, exactly right. <laughs> right and so i hopped in in rocket <clears throat> chat i open up the dallas regional community and i tag her in it and tell the community like hey guys in dallas you know she's really looking for some help and i mean within 10 minutes she probably had Swarmed. eight responses it was so incredible. I'm like, this is the coolest part of my job. Like, I love this. It, yeah. I Hands down, I think I have the coolest non-technical job here in the building. <laughs> <laughs> we constantly have other organizations reach out and say, hey, we'd love for you to tell us how to set up a really great community. And we're like, uh, you know what? It, it's a God thing. I mean, it's just going of its own accord because so many people are selflessly pouring in everything yeah. that they can mm -hmm. to make ministry better. Yes. I don't think you could pick another topic like 
what would it be? Let's pick a pick dog food. You right. couldn't build a community <laughs> right. like a, around dog food that you could around rock, and it's no. because of the the ministry yep. uh, purpose behind it. Yeah. Um, and it is it's really something that, like you said, until you get in and see it in action, you just can't even fathom what you this can't. community's like. You can't. Yeah. It's it is. I, again, it's one of those moments where you realize this is totally a God thing mm-hmm. because you you can't fathom anything like this outside. It, it's the actualization of Jesus's words when he mm-hmm. said, they'll, they'll know you're my disciples by the love you show for one another. Yeah. I mean, they're literally pouring into one another out there in that mm-hmm. community, helping each other. It's just great to watch. It is. It really is. So Bree, do you get bored here very often? <laughs> no, at least not yet. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, granted, I just started, but... um. I don't think that's coming anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, we move a little bit faster here than a lot of places. Um, yeah. I remember thinking when we were at CCV that we moved really fast. Oh, yeah. We've we've lapped that, though. But, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's pretty quick. So what do you like to do outside of work? Oh, gosh. What do I like to do outside of work? Honestly, I am all about my family. Um, if If you know me at all... Everything I do is with my family, um, and I am just blessed to have awesome parents who are like my best friends now. Um, I have the amazing opportunity of being a basketball coach alongside my dad, which is like the coolest thing in the world for me. Um, I grew up playing basketball, and my dad was the sideline coach. He refused to come and like coach my actual team as I was playing. Um, so to be able to now as an adult sit, stand next to him and, and coach these younger kids is the coolest thing in the world. And we have some amazing boys on our team who are just the coolest eighth grade kids you've ever met in your life. And all of them have such a heart for God and helping other kids. And I mean, they do community service and they're just the sweetest kids in the world. Now, granted, sometimes you're like, why did you do that? Why is that the path you chose to They're make? They're eighth graders. I mean, yeah. right. <laughs> right. Um, and heaven forbid, like we coach through the YMCA and every now and then we use their gym, you know, and so you're trying to time it so that the volleyball practice doesn't start the same time as ours is ending because I'm going to lose my whole team. Oh, at that yeah, point. that's right. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> but they are the coolest kids and I, I absolutely love it. It is probably the highlight of my week every week is being able to work with them. So, you know, unfortunately, coronavirus canceled our season right as yes. it started, but we've still been able to stay in contact with our kids. And, you know, they're sending us videos of all their drills they're doing in the front yard. So um, I'm, I'm still a sports girl through and through. So anytime I can get with my kids or get with my family, it's it's going to be a good day. Well, thanks for joining us today. I know the community is going to be excited to know a little bit more about the Brie Eason, whose messages hit their various inboxes. (laughs) 24-7, yes. Yes, that's right. Um, So reach out, tell Brie hello if you haven't yet. Yes. Um, She'd love to chat with you. And uh, just thanks for joining us today, Brie. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. This episode of RockCast is brought to you by Rock sponsor, Ministry Dynamics, a Wi-Fi presence and equipment provider. Connect with Ministry Dynamics today at rockrms.com slash sponsors.